Hello, friends. My short here bringing you episode 300. Rolled the R there because this is kind of a big deal. Like 300 episodes. Holy shit. Episode 300 of my show on the mic, and we're doing it a Thursday shorty style. In today's episode, I'm going over 10 lessons that I've learned from 300 episodes. No specific order, no particular order. 10 lessons. And I got a little surprise for you inside of the episode. You're going to have to tune in to the full thing to hear what it is. But first, hey, DJ, give me that heartbeat. This is Maestro on the Mic. A podcast designed to help you change your mindset and your life. It is time for something new. Join host Dr. Shante Cofield, also known as the Movement Maestro, on a journey to see the bigger picture. Open your eyes. Find your passion and discover how movement unites us all. Let's get it popping. This is Maestro on the Mic. I'm the Maestro, and you're about to get maestro Five, Three, two, one. What up, my podcast fam? Welcome back to another episode, but actually this is a special episode, episode 300 of my favorite podcast. So right off the bat, thank you. 300 episodes in, we are closing in on 750,000 downloads. That's a quarter of a million, excuse me, that's three quarters of a million downloads. And that's that's freaking phenomenal. This... You people, you show up for me, and I am just so incredibly grateful. The reviews, the stars, I ask for things, you do the things, you connect with me, you li- you take time to listen to me. It's $750,000, we're closing in on it. It's remarkable. So right off the bat, thank you. Now, in that little teaser thing, intro thing, I told you I got a surprise for you. The surprise is that I'm going to play episode one of this podcast. So I think a good amount of you have been with me from the beginning and I'm so freaking grateful. So maybe you remember it, maybe you don't. I don't know. It was kind of a long time ago, right? I started this podcast in 2018, April of 2018. Uh, and I'll go over the lessons from that. But I figured, let me drop the very first episode of My Short in the Mic. Let you hear it. You can compare and contrast. I am extremely proud of that episode. I, You know, I know people... You know, they say, uh, if, you, if you're not embarrassed by, you know, your old stuff, then you waited too long. Nah, man, I'm not embarrassed by my old stuff because my shit was good. Like, it's definitely echoey, uh, and the volume control probably isn't as good as, as it is now, but I'm hella proud, right? Remember, imposter syndrome, shame, guilt, all those other things, those are not prerequisites for success. You don't have to have those things. Uh, but the podcast has definitely come a long way, uh, but there's also a lot of similarities, and I want you to hear that, perhaps listen for that, uh, because that's something that we're going to be talking about when I go through the, the top 10 things I've learned from three, three, that's like that lollipop guy, right? A one, a two, a 300 episodes. All right, DJ, hit me with that episode. podcast designed to help you change your mindset and your life. It is time for something new. Join host Dr. Shante Cofield, also known as the Movement Maestro, on a journey to see the bigger picture. Open your eyes. Find your passion 
and discover how movement unites us all. Let's get it popping. This is Maestro on the Mic. I'm the Maestro, and you're about to get maestro Three, two, one. Maestro here, and I wanted to talk to you about something that happened today. I was texting with one of my friends, because that's what I do all the time, and she was telling me about how she wanted to get a Nespresso maker. And my first reaction was, why in the hell would you want to get one of those? Right? Like, I actually just got a, a uh, coffee maker that is kind of like a two-in-one. It has a, one side that you can use for making kind of like your travel mug thing, and the other side that you can use for making multiple cups of coffee. Game changer, right? I had a Keurig before, but it was a single-serve Keurig, and then if anybody came over... You know, when your friends came over, my family came over, you would be praying they didn't ask for coffee because it takes like 27 hours. So, you know, I got this new one and I was pretty pumped about it. And my friend doesn't have a coffee maker. And so she was like, yeah, maybe I'll get an espresso maker. And like I said, first reaction was, why the hell would you want to do that? But as with everything, I take a step back and I kind of try to see what the life lesson is with it. Not to sound, you know, cliche or whatever word you may want to use. But I think in this case, it it speaks to that concept of variety is the spice of life. And that's one of the things that I tell everyone who reaches out to me and is asking about, you know, how should I start go about starting to have a social media presence or anything like that? You know, everyone else is out there that everyone's doing things. And how am I going to be any different? The reality is there are 57 different kinds of salsa on the shelf for a reason. There are three different kinds of gas stations on the corner for a reason. Variety is the spice of life. And while it may seem like just another brand to you, just another way of saying the same thing to you, it's not to someone else. Perhaps they just like how you say it. They like the analogy that you use. They like your voice. They like the font you use. You know, it could be anything. But it speaks to this concept that Variety is the spice of life, and you can succeed simply because of that. I think far too often people really try to start something new, and they just sit there beforehand trying to think about how can it be different? How do I not say the same thing? The reality is, you know, in my field, this movement world, it's all the same thing. It's just that kaleidoscope of movement. And, and Adam Wolf, my good buddy, introduced me to this concept of one of his quotes. I think it's a Benjamin Franklin quote. I may be wrong with that. But either way, he introduced me to this quote and this concept that it's all just a kaleidoscope, right? It's all the same information. And you just turn that dial just a little bit and you end up with your take, your vision, and you present that to the world. And that will resonate with some people and those people will become your crew, your cronies, your posse, whatever. And for other people, it won't resonate with them and they follow someone else. And that's fine. We need that. We need that variety. So, you know, long story short here, uh, the Nespresso maker giving me some insight to life today and the fact that variety is the spice of life. Don't let the fact that there are others out there doing what you want to do stop you from doing what you want to do. Your voice may be just what someone needs. Your take may be just what resonates with someone. So go out there, do whatever it is that you're wanting to do, whether it's starting a podcast, starting a social media 
uh, following, I shouldn't say media following, starting a, having, starting to have a social media presence, starting a Facebook page, starting a website, starting a blog, starting whatever. Go out there and do it. All right, variety is 100% the spice of life. Till next time, Maestro out. And there you have it. I'm not going to lie. I'm proud of that episode. Five minutes long, got the information out there. You know, some of the, the sounds that you heard maybe in the background, the kind of thuds, that was me hitting the table. So I obviously speak with my hands. If you've ever seen me speak, I'm very animated. And I used to have my microphone on the actual desk and I would hit the desk a lot. I'd move the desk a lot and it would make that sound. So what I ended up doing was buying one of those kind of boom arms where the microphone is now suspended in the air. So it doesn't matter if I move my hands or hit the desk unless I every now and again hit the mic. But that's what that sound was. Uh, I also got a pop filter or a different pop filter. I put more stuff in the room just to give it some of that echo. Uh, the, end, the, the intro song has been the same for 300 episodes. I made that myself. I asked my friends. Uh, Jimmy McKay is one of the voices in there. Uh, Allison. Allison Evans, my mom, uh, Dr. J-Pop, I, I just had them send me a voice note and I put it all together. Uh, I went and licensed, you know, a purchased licensed music or purchased a license for that music in the background and put it all together. Uh, you know, played around with it, watched some tutorials and put it all together in, in GarageBand. And I've had it the same since day one. I'm actually super stoked about it. The intro and out, outro music, if you will. Uh, Jimmy actually did that for me. I didn't really know how to do that stuff yet and... Uh, Jimmy McKay, if you don't listen to his podcast, we'll link it in the show notes. Go check him out. He is the host of PT Pinecast. This man's changing the world. He changed my life. He's just such a fucking good guy. Uh, but he, the first three episodes that I put out, he, he edited them, quote unquote, for me and put those like the intro and outro music on. I didn't really know what to do. And he was like, here you go. Uh, and so from there, that's why you know, I started doing the music and things like that. And this is actually, we're going to talk about it a little bit when I go into the 10 to 10 things I've learned from, from podcasting. Uh, but big shout out to Jimmy McKay there. Uh, and that quote, that's not Benjamin Franklin. It's actually from Mark Twain. Uh, and the quote is, I have it here with me. The quote is, there is no such thing as a new idea. It is impossible. We simply take a lot of old ideas and put them into a sort of mental kaleidoscope. We give them a turn and they make new and curious combinations. We keep on turning and making new combinations indefinitely. But they are the same old pieces of colored glass that have been in use through all the ages. I freaking love that quote. Got it from my guy, uh, Dr. Adam Wolf. Uh, I used to actually, when I was teaching my in-person maestro, moving with the maestro course, that was actually one of the first slides I'd put up. And that concept still holds true today. So let's jump on into these 10 things. Right. It's funny, that episode was five minutes long, and here I am like, I can't do it in that short of time. I got so much to say. But here we go. 10 things I've learned from recording 300 podcast episodes. So number one is just get started. There's never going to be a right time, a perfect time. Just get started. I started that podcast in April. I think it was April 15th, around there, of 2018, with the help of and the, the push from, from my good buddy, Jimmy McKay. Whatever you're thinking about, you have an idea about, get started. Number two, variety is still the spice of life. That was episode number one, and it's going to be episode number 300. We'll talk about it again. If you're starting something and you're worried it's already been done, do it. Anyway, there's a reason that there are all those different types of salsa on the shelf, all those different types of uh, gas stations on the corner. People like different things. They want to hear it from someone who they trust, and that person just might be you. So variety is still the spice of life. I still have no desire for an espresso maker, but I digress. 
Number three, if someone who you respect is doing the thing that you want to be doing and they give you advice, take it, Rupert. Take it. Jimmy McKay gave me advice on how to start the podcast, what, what I needed, the, you know, the actual microphone, how to host it, where to get music from, things like that. And all I did was I took it. I didn't ask him, what about? It wasn't a debate. I didn't ask him to do more work. This man is hugely successful already. And so I took his advice. It was as simple as that. Number four, if you like talking, start a podcast. I truly believe that everyone that's in the online space, if you like talking, you should have a podcast. It's one of the best ways to get to be able to speak with new people. Uh, It's one of the best ways to get your ideas out there. Even so, you know, get your ideas out there so you can clarify them for yourself. Number five, if you want to connect with new people, if you want people who maybe otherwise wouldn't have really a reason to talk to you, to talk to you, start a podcast. Yes, I know. Points number three, no, excuse me, number four and five, going heavy on the start a podcast, but it really is so much easier than anyone, you know, than maybe perhaps you think. And if anyone's telling you that it's hard to do, they're lying to you. It's not hard to do. And actually, we'll link it in the show notes. Courtney, thank you. We'll link, I have a 19-page PDF all on how to start a podcast. It is the easiest thing. Keeping it going, not as easy, but starting it, you don't need to pay people hundreds and millions of dollars. You can literally start this thing on your own and start it today. So if you're looking to make some connections and perhaps get some people you know, to talk to you or have some time talking to people that otherwise maybe they would be like, no, <laughs> real talk, uh, start a podcast. Right? Okay, number six, kind of tease it a little bit, number five, but the secret to success is consistency. Everyone starts a podcast. So yes, I'm pushing you to start one too. So many people start a podcast. No one finishes or continues the podcast, I guess I should say. Many, many people finish it and they just stop doing it, but they don't continue the podcast. Right? There's some crazy stats out there. Joe was telling me like a number of podcasts that are out there, but like if we actually look at how many of them have more than like, you know, five episodes, it's super, super small. So for those of you thinking that the market's saturated, well, it's not. Uh, but when it comes to anything, Instagram, blogging, podcasting, strength building, whatever. The secret is consistency. Get consistent and keep going. Number seven, borrowing this from my good friend, Dr. Ellie Summers. I got to see this past weekend and it was awesome. Run your business however the fuck you want. Now it ties into the podcast space because run your podcast if you're going to start one however you want. You could have long episodes. You could have short episodes. You could do, you know, two episodes a week. You could do an episode, one episode a week. You could do one episode a month. You could be like, a, what is that? The Yoga is Dead podcast. And they, they put it out, you know, very kind of seasonally and it's, it's very different. So whenever we're thinking about, you know, this is the beauty of, I should say, this is the beauty of running your own business, doing your own thing is that you get to do it however the fuck you want. All right, you want to do, you want to see patients in this capacity? All right, see them in that capacity. You want to have this role and you work for yourself? Okay, that's the role that you get to have. You want to run your business that way? Amazing. Run your business that way. Thank you again, Dr. Ellie, for that phenomenal, phenomenal quote. Number eight, repeat yourself a lot, right? As it relates to teaching, as it relates to being in the online space, get used to repeating yourself. Once is never. We know that. And also humans learn via repetition. It's funny because I listened to that episode, episode one from, you know, three years ago. And I'm like, that still holds true today. And guess what? I'm still saying that same message 
today. It's happened to me before where you get those little memories that pop up on Instagram and I'm like, I'm teaching the same thing still. There's nothing wrong with that. I think people think they need to create something completely new and they need to completely reinvent themselves and just everything needs to be brand new and no one could have ever said it before, which is impossible. Remember, we talked about that. So as it relates to putting out content, as it relates to teaching something to people, to anyone, repeat yourself a lot. Number nine, there is tremendous value in learning how to do something yourself. So I I do always, you know, I do very firmly believe that you're either going to pay in time or money and you got to look at where you're at when you're starting something and like, do I have more time or do I have more money? But I think that with certain things, especially as it relates to your business, there is so much value in learning how to do it yourself. You don't need to do it yourself forever. I don't want any martyrs either where you're just like dying. You don't have enough time because you're trying to do it all yourself. That's not the way. I've I've done episodes in the past about outsourcing and things like that. But there is tremendous value in learning the beginning and learn because you you truly learn the value of that thing as well. So... When I was going to outsource my podcast and the editing component of it, I knew how much work it was. I knew how much time it took. And so when, you know, I'm so grateful, Courtney, you're obviously listening to this because you're editing it. I am so grateful for you. And when Courtney was like, hey, this is what I charge. I was like, absolutely. You're worth every, every single penny because I've done this before. And I'm like, this shit is hard. It's not easy. If it was that easy, everyone would be doing it. It does take time. So there's tremendous value in learning how to do these things yourself. So this way, if something goes wrong, if your editor gets sick or like, you know, you're, I have a phenomenal website guy, but one of the sessions I have with him, I just paid him to teach me how to do things. So the big major things he still takes care of, Joe, you're the best. Uh, But the smaller things, you know, adding pages, moving things around, links, anything like that, I take care of that myself. So this way I don't have to go and reach out to him and I'm not beholden to this. You know, he's actually moved. He's in, in the UK now. So the time difference is actually really bad. Uh, so being able to do these things on my own is tremendous. Yes, there is a time and a place to outsource. You know, I brought my guy in, Forrest, in to uh, hang that big-ass whiteboard that I have that I'm looking at right now that has these lessons on it. This thing is like four feet by six feet. I outsource that. Uh, it's, it's very big. Uh, but I do know how to do it. But I was like, we're going to have someone else do that. Uh, but there is absolutely tremendous value in learning how to do things for yourself. And then number 10, you folks listening to this, you are my people, and you are the best. And that is absolutely something that I have learned over these past three years. Uh, you know, I've known it since day one, but you continue to show up, and you continue to remind me that you can, of that. You continue to support me, and I know, I know without a doubt, I know with full certainty that you are my people, and you are also the absolute freaking best. Right, so there you have it. It's 10 lessons that I've learned from recording 300 podcast episodes. Number one, just get started. Number two, variety is still the spice of life. Number three, if someone who you respect, if someone who is doing the thing gives you advice, the thing that you want to be doing, gives you advice, take it. Thank you again, Jamie McKay. You are just an absolute rock star. Number four, if you like talking, start a podcast. It's a phenomenal way to flesh out your ideas, get them out there into the world. Number five, if you want to connect with people who otherwise you probably wouldn't be able to connect with, start a podcast. Remember, we've got that link in the bio. What am I saying? We got that link in the show notes that'll take you to the the uh, little opt-in and you can put your email in, put your name in there, and then you can get the, the PDF. Number seven, 
straight out of the mouth of Dr. Ellie Summers, run your business however the fuck you want. Self-explanatory. Number eight, repeat yourself a lot. Number nine, there is tremendous value in learning how to do things for yourself. And last but not least, you folks listening to this right now, you are my people and you are the absolute best. Hands down. I'll fight anyone on it. <laughs> all right, that's it. That's all I got for you. I'm not going to ask for anything. I'm not going to ask for subscriptions, likes, or anything like that. This was an episode about kind of recapping, rehashing, flashing back, and saying thank you. I, I, I kind of went back and forth, and I was like, should I even do something? Because real talk, it's, it is just another episode. I, uh, I'm going to be doing another one. I got another one coming out uh, on, on Monday, because that'll be the first. Oh, no, not next month. I have... Look, I'm looking at the calendars. I say this, and we have one more Monday because this this May has five Mondays in it. So uh, Monday, June seventh, episode number three hundred two will come out. Uh, episode three hundred one will be out on the Thursday before that. So you know, it's just the the wheels keep spinning, uh, and keep the the vehicle keeps going. But I said, you know what? Let's take a moment and celebrate a little bit because I think it is important to celebrate your achievements, your accomplishments, and perhaps share if you learned something along the way. So those are the things I've learned. I, as always, I continue to be endlessly, endlessly, endlessly appreciative for every single one of you. We're we're almost at seven hundred fifty thousand downloads. That's just to me that's tremendous. There's other big, you know, other podcasts out there with with bigger numbers. I'm sure, I know, uh, but I don't care. We're doing it. We're crushing it. And I'm grateful for every single one of you. Alrighty. That's it. Officially wrapping it up. Until next time, friends. Maestro. Maestro.